Rated M for Mecca. Welcome to Buildcasters, the podcast that's all mecha, all the time. I'm Ash Guy, one half of your melanated mecha bros, and I'm joined by... What's up everybody, this is Sentai5, aka Athrun Zala. Just kidding. No, it's Ashton Zala. <laughs> I'm definitely not Kiriyama though, that's for sure. Kiriyama was kind of wa- Kiriyama was wavy, man, come on, man. Man, he's a pussy. He's, how is he a pussy? He's less of a pussy than Shinaska. That's true, but at least Shin ain't afraid to kill people in war on the battlefield. I mean, Kiriyama does end up killing people, though. Come on, man. I know, but he goes out of his way not to. Listen, man, Kiriyama was like, yo, I took your bitch and what? And twisted his arm behind his back. Don't tell me. Listen, man, I'm sick and tired of this Kiriyama slander, isn't it? Kiriyama that guy, and he gets bitches as well, man. They all do. <laughs> Although, I mean, like, he's, he's, he's smashing Lacoos Klein's cakes as well. Like, come on, man. He had Flay Ulster and Lacoos Klein. Come on, bro. You call, you call it Lacoos? Lacoos? It is Lacoos, right? Lacus. Ah, uh, Lacus. Okay, cool. Yeah. My bad. May, uh, I know why I'm pronouncing it like that. Because when I watched Gundam Seed, I watched the, um, I watched the second dub, not the original dub. Oh, okay, all right. And I'm sure they pronounce it Lacoos in the second dub. That makes sense, because I was like, wait a second, I watched it both uh, subbed and dubbed, and I forgot about the second uh, the second dub. Yeah, the one for the remaster. I think right. the second dub was done at NYAV Post. I oh. can't remember where the original dub was. Um, was it watch. Ocean Group? Yeah, it was, because I remember it aired in Canada, so that makes, that makes sense. You, you know it's actually cheaper to dub anime in New York now <clears throat> than it is in Canada. Like Ocean yeah. Group. There's even a bigger pool now, I think, in New York also. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, on to the news at hand on this <laughs> super low effort bonus episode of Buildcasters that will be released unedited. So, yeah. I mean, I might edit out the swear words, but that's about it. No, um, don't leave them in, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <damn. laughs> I'm definitely editing that out. Um... <laughs> So on today's episode of Broadcasters, we are going to talk about the absolutely crazy Gundam Seed news bomb that was just dropped on us today by Sunrise and Bandai Spirits. So first of all, the background is that the project is called Gundam Seed Ignited and consists of five separate constituent projects. Fives, want to give some background on that? Um, well, there's, I believe there's five or six news items that are part of the whole project. This came out of nowhere, but it's overall celebrating the 20th anniversary of Gundam, of the Gundam Seed series, which is kind of hard to believe because I remember it like it was yesterday when this stuff came out, but they really just, we knew something, we knew an announcement was coming, I believe about a day or two ago, 
but we didn't know it was going to be like these many things out there. Um, so to start off, so to start things off, it's one of the things that's part of the project is a Gundam Seed sequel movie. And <laughs> for some of you longtime Gundam fans out there who've been around since, you know, Gundam Seed, Gundam Seed Destiny, um, you'll know that the Gundam Seed movie sequel has been announced for like the past like 15 years or so. But there's been a lot of uh, there's been a lot of development issues. Uh, one being the main writer, unfortunately, passing away due to cancer. I believe it happened in 2009 or 2010. Don't quote me on that. I can't remember off the top of my head. But she fell sick for a few years before that. And that's what was that was the main thing that was stopping the production and the development of the movie. And then, you know, every every few years or so, uh, somebody would always say the seed movie is still coming. The seed movie is definitely still coming. Someone from, I believe, Sunrise would always say that or someone who worked for Sunrise would say that. Can't remember off the top of my head who they were, but apparently it's definitely coming if they announced it in this. So hopefully it still stays that way because I would love to see a Gundam Seed movie. I really would, especially how after how Destiny ended. I want to see where things could go after this. Imo Rosawa died in 2016. Oh, 16. Yeah. So um, in terms of a Gundam Seed movie, um, yeah, like I'm all for that. I've watched the original Seed this year and was tweeting about it furiously, um, as I'm sure a lot of you know. Um, Fives and I, when he gets some time off of his um, graduate degree, we will be doing a Seed review at some point. This Let's year. do it this summer. We'll do we, it this summer. We might, I might release it as the third birthday special because mm. we didn't get to do a second birthday special last year. Yeah, and Buildcasters is three years old this year, come June 30th. So, yeah, might release it as a third birthday special. I haven't finished Destiny yet. I'm four episodes in. It's okay. Um, unfortunately, the remaster dub hasn't been released yet. Um, it's only sub. And I'm sure, as you all know, um, faithful Buildcasters listeners, I am very much an adherent to dubs. I just feel like watching an anime in your mother tongue makes for a much, much more absorbing experience, and it allows you to become ensconced in the plot and character moments more. That's just my opinion. I can watch stuff subbed. I will watch it subbed if the dub is not up to snuff. Up to snuff. But yeah, um, it'd be interesting to see where the conflict would go after Durandal's plan. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm very, very intrigued. And I'm also intrigued as to who they would get to replace Monosawa. If they get Yasuyuki Muto, it's a wrap. Like, I, I'm, I'm there. I'll sell my possessions to get tickets. Like, I'll fly <laughs> out to Japan for the premiere. Like, let's do this. Like, I'm all in. Yasuyuki Muto's pen game is insane. Insane. I mean, like, he's got hit after hit when it comes to Gundam. He wrote Unicorn. He wrote... Bill Divers Rerise, which, like, I'm rewatching that dubbed as well, and I feel like Bill Divers Rerise is the best Gundam series we've had in years. Like, his pen game is insane. The dub is the the dub is fantastic for that. For Rerise, oh yeah, the dub, yeah, the dub for Rerise is absolutely amazingly good. But then again, it was done by Bang Zoom, so what do you expect? (laughs) That's true. Like. If there's one Gundam series I want to get redubbed, 
it's definitely, definitely Build Fighters and Build Fighters Try. Because their dubs were done in, I can't remember who it was, but they were done in Southeast Asia. And dubs aren't horrible. Like, I feel that they're serviceable. Some mm. people will say that Build Fighters and Build Fighters Try have horrible dubs, but I feel like they're serviceable. I watched it dubbed. I watched 26 episodes of both dubbed. But I also feel like they could have been done a lot, lot better. I mean, Build Divers, the original Build Divers, you watch that dubbed and it's so much, so much better. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I figured out who said um, the movie's been moving along in previous years. You know who said it? Who? TM Revolution himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at an article right now. I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Of all people, I couldn't remember him saying it. <laughs> oh, man. TM Revolution is that guy, man. He is. R.I.P. Heine Westenflaus. Yeah. R.I.P. Heine Westenflaus. I forgot that was him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Takanori Nishikawa, man. That guy, like, just the music he's, like, contributed to anime. I mean, even he done the theme song for Darker Than Black. Did you know that? Oh, he's yeah. The lead yeah. singer of Abbott in Boy School, isn't it? Ro mm-hmm. will know because Ro, I think, listens to them. Yeah, Shout I out do. To Ro. Why are you tuning? They haven't put anything out in a while. <laughs> Sorry. Um, on to the next seed project. We have Mobile Suit Gundam Seed Eclipse, which is an interqual. Um, it takes place in CE72, and it covers the escapades of the ODR, which is the Orb Disaster Relief um, Team or Squadron. Um, we have three characters. Well, we have three main characters. We have um, Tatsumi Hori, who is the protagonist. He's 17 years old. He's a dude, obviously. Tatsumi's a boy's name. He's actually a natural, and he is the main pilot of the Eclipse Gundam, which is insane. Ah, we'll come on to that in a minute. And then we have Miyabi Otokyo, who is 19 years old, and she is the commander of the Orb Disaster Relief. She is your typical short-haired, sundere-looking character. Probably is a sundere. She just screams sundere. <laughs> and then we've got Ken Norland Seuss. It's S-U-S-E. I kind of want to pronounce it sus. Sus? Um, Susie? I don't know. But yeah. Um, he's 18 years old. He's a coordinator. <laughs> he kind of looks like Reborn's Allmark still. He, Not Reborn's yeah. Allmark. Ribbon's Allmark? Ribbon's Ribbons all mark. It's all right. Yeah, Reborn Gundam mark. ribbons. I, I yeah, the Reborn Gundam. That's it. <laughs> yeah, he looks exactly like him. He looks like exactly like Ribbons all mark. That's a different fit. <laughs> the fit's slightly different. Yeah. But yeah. Oh man, I, this came out of nowhere. Like, I don't know what else to say. This came out of nowhere, and I'm excited for new seed content. I really am. So, so am I. I mean, the, it's a manga. I think it'll be published on Gundam Info. Um, it's an MSV, so it's a mobile suit variation. So there's, the Eclipse Gundam yeah. undoubtedly isn't going to be the only suit um, that appears in this anime. So yeah. Sorry. Appears in this manga. I think it's also going to be available on Gundam East as well, I believe. No, but it's going to be on, it's going to be on both, actually. If I'm reading it's not it the right. only suit. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's not the only suit that appears in this manga. So, yeah. Um, I'm really, really looking forward to it. And, and apparently, then, apparently it takes place in between Seed and Seed Destiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said it was quote, an interval. Unquote, 
Oh, I didn't I think hear it was that. an integral Sorry. already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes place in CE72. Um, it'll be nice to kind of focus basically not on Kira Yamato and his mandem and focus on a different team. So, yeah, right. I mean, it's still Orb. It's right. still Orb. But, um, yeah, it'll be nice. Hopefully, we'll get some nice cameos as well from the main cast. I feel like we will, yeah, for sure. Or maybe Kira's too busy clapping Lacus's cheeks. Who knows? We'll probably we'll probably see um, the Archangel crew or something from time to time. See what yeah. Well, we might even see the Freedom being rebuilt. That is true. Yeah, that would that be dope. True. It'd be nice if we got a Freedom variation in the MSV as well. <sighs> imagine they do something that looks like the Amazing Freedom Gundam. <laughs> you imagine that would be so sick. That'd be that's so like sick. One, that's one of my favorite um, Majin Kawaguchi uh, kits. Yeah. Anyway, but we're not here to talk about build fighters. Unfortunately. Vin. <laughs> I said unfortunately. Oh yeah, unfortunately, build fighters is sick. So the next part of the project, we've kind of done this out of order. So the next part of the project is obviously uh, the life-size Freedom Gundam statue that is in China's Mitsui shopping park, Lalaport, Jinqiao. It's in Shanghai. Um, it's a life-size Freedom Gundam statue. It's the first life-size Gundam statue outside of Japan, and it looks ridiculous. And they're going to be live streaming. Insane. They're going to be live streaming the uh, the statue's opening ceremony. Uh, oh wait, no. Um, hang on a minute. Supposedly, it's supposed to be on May thirty-first. I didn't even know that. <laughs> I didn't know it's coming up that soon. And then the Gundam Sea Project Ignited, Project Free, the first big. Gundam docks at Shanghai. There's a, there was a live event there. Uh, there was a Gundam history exhibition, and there was a free gunpla trial and limited items. I presume one of those limited items was the new full mechanics Freedom Gundam gunpla, the one one hundred one. Yeah, yeah, probably. I I want to get my hands on that as well. But then again, uh, we'll talk about Gundam Un. But then again, there's a specific Freedom related release in Gundam Universe. It we'll talk about later that I want to also get my hands on. So yeah. And then the last project that I think we are yet to cover is the Gundam Seed video game. That's right. The Gundam Seed video game. In 2021, we're getting a Gundam Seed video game. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to say about this other than I'm friggin' hyped. I'm really, really, really hyped. I had a PS2 Gundam Seed game years ago, but I don't know. I'm 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 excited to see what's going to happen. <laughs> like I cannot believe it. Um, yeah. I mean, if it's anywhere near as good as like Gundam Breaker Free, mm-hmm. um, or any, or even any of the G Generation games, the recent G Generation games, just sign uh, me up yeah. from now. To be perfectly honest. Just like literally sign me up from now. Like I'm there. Like take my money, take my organs, just take everything. To be perfectly honest, take take just yeah, just take everything. Bandai, <laughs> take our bank account. I'm your willing servant. Not really, not really. Not really. <laughs> Bandai, you trying to save a black man? Whoa, 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 whoa! No, I'm just. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, dude, um, Eclipse so, Gundam is so nice. So yeah, that's a general overview of the Gundam Seed projects. 
we have covered all five of them. Now, what we're going to do is get into the nitty gritty and talk about the gunpla and some figures. So, Sentai 5. Yes. Gundam Seed, Eclipse Gundam, MG. Talk MG. Um, I'm disappointed it's an MG, but I'm happy that it looks incredible. It, it looks so good. I, that, this morning, when I opened up Twitter, that was the first thing that just came up on the on my timeline. I was like, what the hell is this? And I saw the Gundam Seed logo right under it. I said, oh my god, this is the project that they've been talking about. And then I found out more information about everything else. But the Eclipse Gundam, oh my lord. I don't know what else to say besides it's beautiful. It's got a mobile armor mode. That flight mode looks sick. It, it looks incredible. The colors on it are the traditional Gundam colors. Um, yeah, it looks, it almost reminds me of the Kasai Gundam just a little bit, uh, just off like first glance. But when you actually stop and look at it, it's not the same, of course, because it's a lot more sleeker and yeah, it's also compatible with all the striker packs from the MG line that have just been released over like the past few months, year or two, year or so. So that's. That's why I understand why they made it an MG um, release, not um, not an HG. But that's not to say they wouldn't do an HG kit because they were starting to do some a- some HG CE revives, um, you know, over the past few years. So yeah, what are your thoughts, Ash? Uh oh, he left. He's back. He's back. That was an accident. That's um, okay. Thoughts on the Eclipse Gundam are it hasn't managed to dethrone OG Freedom as my favorite Cosmic Era suit, but it's amazing. It definitely slots in right at number two. Like the design aesthetically is absolutely amazing. The mobile armor mode is great. I just hope it's not a parts former, personally. But as an MG, I assume it won't be a parts former. Um, the fact that it's a normal release and the striker packs for it are going to be P Bandai is uh, just, it's a thing. It's yeah. a thing. It's, it's unfortunate. It's thing. I've got some thoughts, but I won't be able to, um, I won't be able to express them without swearing. So I won't do nah, that because I try not to off, curse the broadcasters okay. now. I try not to, I try not to curse the broadcasters <laughs> now. I'm not saying it's okay. not an explicit podcast, but I try not to curse. <laughs> But yeah, like, it looks amazing. Uh, Gundam Seed Eclipse looks amazing. Um, it would be nice to have some prominent, like, side characters of color. That would be dope. That would be very orb good. is supposed to be in the, in the Pacific Ocean. Um, so... I think it's like it's supposed to be in Polynesia. So having some like indigenous characters would be nice. But um, other than that, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. I, I hope that Gundam Seed Eclipse eventually gets um, adapted into an ONA or something like that. Because it's definitely be showing potential. Yeah, that'd be 100%. very nice. Um, and then the next thing that I want to talk about, um, plastic crack-wise, is Gundam Universe... Wave six. Now, 
<sighs> the Gundam Universe line is something that has confounded me and annoyed me in equal measure so far. The Gundams they've chosen to release as part of the Gundam Universe line have seemed like purely geared towards satiating Western tastes. Um, but they finally releasing some of my personal favorite Gundams in this line. So Wave 6 consists of the Gundam Heavy Arms from Mobile Suit Gundam Wing. The TV version, not the Kotoki version from Anders Waltz. It consists of Gundam Exia, which was designed, I'm sure as you know, by Kanatake, the Exia evangelist Ebikawa. And it also consists of uh, possibly, uh, it might just almost be my favorite Gundam of all time. Almost, almost it might dethrone the, the Wing EW. It's a tough It's currently part. my MacBook wallpaper, <laughs> the Freedom Gundam. And uh, yeah. the Gundam Universe Freedom Gundam looks so good. Looks so, I'm just going to end up buying all the Freedoms. I've still got a SD Cross Silhouette Freedom Gundam I'm yet to finish. And I don't want to finish it because there's so many bloody stickers and I'm not going to paint it. So this, this Gundam Universe Freedom is going to get copped. Uh, it's not out there. Wave 6 ain't out till September, though. So it's kind of a long wait. But, you know, what are your thoughts, Fives? Other than, obviously, which, you, which you've expressed, other than, obviously, Exia being a thick boy. You know. <laughs> Exia is thick. Um, he still, he still looks like a pretty decent proportion. But um, the universe line, I don't really, co- I don't collect at all. Um, maybe I might start doing it little by little. But if I already have a kid of it, I'm not gonna double dip like that. But like you said, the freedom, it probably looks like the best one they've released so far. It really does. And I'm glad that you like freedom and not. I lo- I'm glad you like freedom over the strike freedom too, because I've seen a lot of. I've seen a lot of, I guess, disregard for the regular freedom because strike freedom exists and a lot of people like that out of nowhere. Wait, I thought it was the reverse. I thought the strike freedom was um, because of its like janky aesthetics, like the added gold um, like to the base shit. freedom design. I thought people didn't like it because obviously I've the model kits, I'm guessing, are subject to gold plastic syndrome as well. Mine, but, um, mine surprisingly has held up pretty well for the past like 13 years, but I just I don't like I really really don't like the funnel system on it. It's it's cool, but like I just don't like funnels like that. I mean, I don't mind funnels uh, because I believe that obviously the new and high new both have funnel systems. Yeah, uh, I think the Moon Gundam does as well. Although the I could be wrong. Does. It does, and that's like the only exception for me. And that's the high new. Are the oh, only the, moon, the moon Gundam's amazing. The high new's amazing as well. The RG high new, I need to cop that as well. That's on my list of things to cop. Same for me too. Is I, it out yet? I do not know. I think it should be out because I could have sworn I saw a review from like Mega Guy Kotsu. Shout out to him, man. I might have seen. I don't remember now, but it's been a blur the past like year between Gundam releases. <laughs> But yeah, shout out to Mechagakatsu, one of the only Alabaster Gundam fluences that doesn't actually get on my nerves. <laughs> oh, and Tom Aznable, he seems cool as well. He's a hip-hop head, so he's kind of cool still. Hell yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, they look, they they still look pretty good. It's like a good like alternative if you don't want to build a kit. You know, you get something very superposable, super, as detailed as you can get for like $20, $25. So I still think 
I'd still recommend them to people who don't want to build. If you're they're non-scale, though. But um, yeah, they're know. not, unfortunately. But hey, you gotta sacrifice something. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So yeah, um, that's our thoughts on the news so far. Sentai Five, where can the beautiful melanated Gundam fans find you on social medias on the interwebs? My melanated friends can find me on Twitter at Sentai Five on YouTube. Sentai Five official, and well, I'm not, I have DeviantArt, but I haven't. I just log in for like two seconds. But if you want to follow me on DeviantArt, I'm there at Sentai Five. Uh, am I forgetting anything else? I don't know. You're forgetting that. You're forgetting that Google still owe you that bloody silver playbook. <laughs> oh, yeah. I will not rest until you get. I'm sick and tired of it, man. Justice will be served one day, my friend. I promise you that. It better be, <laughs> or else I'll initiate Project Hexagon. <laughs> Unleash hot Project Hexagon on our YouTube. <laughs> oh man! As for me, you can find me on social media on Twitter and Instagram at AshBeardGuy. Obviously, because I have a beard, and my first name is Ash. Well, Ash is a diminutive of my first name, but yeah, you can find me on. You can find my other project, Black Anime Podcasts, on Twitter and Instagram at Black Anime Pods and find us at blackanimepodcasts.com. And Black Anime Podcasts is the premier directory for anime and manga podcasts by black creators. Um, and that's all I need to plug for now, I believe. People, keep your hey. notifications up for Black Anime Podcasts because they've been on they've been doing some Twitter spaces lately, so props to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've got another Twitter space um round table to come called magical mandem that looks at and examines um toxic masculinity mm-hmm. within anime fandom spaces i might cover toku slightly as well mm-hmm. um, but obviously it's from a black perspective and right. my main focus is obviously well discussing and holding us black men accountable for our toxic behavior towards black women um you had something else to plug bro oh follow follow our homies at the legion of boom at Legion of Boom podcast, L E G one zero N of Boom. We haven't done a podcast. We haven't done a podcast lately, so I don't know what's going on with that. But we're around. I mean, I'm. I mean, I'm gonna probably have Von and Pre on here to discuss <coughs> Ultraman stuff at some oh, point. Nice. Well, Gaiden anyway. But um, as you don't, for, you don't do your Ultraman podcast anymore. What Radio Cosa? Nah, man, I got shut down in like the summer of 2019. Oh, bring it back. Mm. Too many. Uh, sorry, too much stuff, man. I mean, I haven't put a broadcasters episode out since March because I've been so busy with Black Anime podcasts. Yeah. So yeah, but this broadcasters will go out tonight. Minimal right. editing. So yeah. Anyway, that's us done. Us beautiful melanated men. Broadcasters out. Say bye, fives. See you guys. Be be safe. Be well. Yeah, and only listen to Black and Asian Gundam fans. Okay. Gundam fans of color. Gundam fans of color. We can settle on that. All right, that's what's <laughs> done. Deuces. Deuces.
This episode of Broadcasters was produced by Ash Beard Guy and Sentai 5 with music provided by Versi Jones. Battle, Battle ended. ended. Battle ended. <laughs>